Stefano, we're live, Out Base Table Talk number 208. Can I have some claps there, please? Yeah! Wow, what a journey! We're live every Tuesday and Thursday. We're taking a break next week, though, because we're moving into a beautiful new studio. So, Out Base is growing, baby. <laughs> we'll be feeding our social medias, obviously, but we won't have shows for... Um, a couple of uh, days, so Tuesday and Thursday next week, we're gonna put some other cool stuff for you guys. But yeah, exciting things coming up. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and also coralminds.nz is our magazine written and um, illustrated by incredible people from the Coromandel. So if you are lucky to live in the Coromandel like we are, you will find the magazine in a bunch of cool establishments, supermarkets and cafes. And uh, if you come and visit every now and then, or if you love Aotearoa New Zealand, make sure to check out our online and audio version at coromind.nz because obviously there's a bunch of cool stories and historical content and educational one as well because, you know, we have to inform, tell the children the truth. Right? Kia ora, Mary. Tina Quilio. Mary's like, what, what, what is you talking about? What's going on? I just immediately was like, I believe the children are our future. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you went to, right? Go on, on, yep. I love these musical shows, Mary. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Leo? <sighs> Good. It's been a day for me. Yeah, tell me more. <sighs> I had a little incident on my scooter this morning, my takuta. Uh, got a flat tire going around the corner, so that was awesome. Missed my interview with CFM. Oh, what, what were you? Well, so you got the you got the space here. I got here there now. in the end. Oh, you um, did. Yeah, I got rescued. That was great. But I got to my interview twenty minutes late. Fabian was awesome. Thanks, Fabian. Shout out, Mr. Roberts. Did a little pre-record. I have no idea what I said because I was a little bit, you know, up in the air from my little what, just what, about dying. What were you there for? Tell me more. Uh, tell so me we more. did an interview about the Prunadil. So just promoting our space and our co-papa um, to the wider community. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, you might as well tell me a little bit more about Tepunareo. You came to the show as a guest and a I few did. times as a co-host, but it's always nice and refreshing to tell Absolutely. the people the work so, that you do, the mahi that you do. Tepunareo Fetianga, we're a not-for-profit bilingual playgroup situated at 20A South Highway, right next to Mikrovay Area School. Sure uh, operating Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 till 12. Uh, we... Just you know, come and have some waiata, karakia, kai, obviously, and we let our babies have a play. And we've got a beautiful safe fare where you can uh, embed yourself in kaupapa Māori and te ao Māori. So, no mai. Wow. Mm. Drop the mic. <laughs> Shout out to CFM. Thank you so much. We have the pleasure to have Mr. Luke Fanga. We're here. No mai, Luke. Honour, honour. It's such an honour to be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's very contagious, Beran, isn't oh, he? Oh, man. Just the vibes. What a guy. Takes one to know one with these fellas. The Modi. The Modi is strong. <laughs> How was the trip to the Coromando, my bro? Oh, absolutely beautiful way. Eh? We uh, pull over a few times and just to take in the scenery and have a bit of a, I bring my son's son with me, AKA my dog. He's not a dog, he's my son. I was getting a little bit confused. <laughs> yeah. No, it's my son's son. S-U-N-S-O-N. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> 
so we've got to pull over now and then give him a bit of a break but yeah it was really good to come up here it's good to be here um it's a whole different feel um it's really it feels holiday here it, i get the feel of holiday i just want to retire and come here <laughs> It's not that you're saying this because, man, sometimes uh, life get busy, you know, like it doesn't matter where you are, uh, yeah. especially for us now doing so much. And I think I'm sure yeah. Mary can, Maddie can relate. We're doing so much. And mm. sometimes you have to remind yourself, wait, 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 wait. we are in paradise. Let's, yeah. Let, let yeah. This we got a beautiful beach. Yeah. Miracles are all around us. We just got to notice them. That's all. That's right. That's it, man. Thanks so much for doing this, brother. Oh, my pleasure. Honestly, thank you for having me. Cooked Coromando brought some beautiful kai here for us. Oh. How was that? Gracias, amigos. So if you're after some real Mexican yeah. treat, yeah. beautiful kai, Cooked Coromando, we have them on the screen. And just check them out on the oh. socials. They are now in Fitzianga. They were in Cook's Beach and now they are here. So we're spoiled. Make sure to check them out. Beautiful kai, beautiful food. Yeah. The family is amazing. Haley, thanks so much for supporting us and I for. I hope they um, still do the jugs and margaritas. Oh, Woo. serious? Yes. <laughs> some, some things don't change in Mexico. Eh? Sometimes they're just like they're like permanent in Mexico. So yeah, make sure to check them out and. Do, 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 do. Look, Funga is a gifted artist, entertainer, and songwriter who has graced Aotearoa's music scene since his debut as a New Zealand Idol finalist in 2004. Look blends elements of roots, reggae, soul, blues, and R&B. His songwriting unites, inspires, and infuses long-lasting joy. Mm. I love that. Versatile and charismatic, Luke caters to all crowds and events from intimate gatherings to grand stages. His powerhouse voice leaves an unforgettable impression always leaving the audience craving more playing with a bunch of cool artists such a big heart man that was just beautiful thank you so much thank <laughs> you brother what an awesome intro that was that's us my bro thank you so almost 20 years now from the new zealand idol i just noticed yeah. that it was like crazy yeah it's been a hell of a ride it has been one heck of a ride um because in the music industry you can't learn it all in one night it's, you can't learn at all, all about music ever. You've always got something else to learn. So you're, I'm always in class and I'm learning off the best. And it takes a lot to go through all the experiences to understand how to handle everything. Because I've learned you can't do it by yourself. You need a team. You need people to back you. You need people to care about you and um, your well-being. Because you can get lost in that place. So I'm happy that my mum was there to give me a quick backhand and put my feet back on the ground. They never left since. Oh, kill the mama. Thanks, mum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm a mama's boy. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. I say it loud and proud. I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> yeah. Love my mum. Man, um, I feel like a lot of people, uh, because we all, well, not all, but most of us, I would say, love singing. You know, some people are shy. There's a thing of like, oh, I wouldn't sing in public, but like, it's such a good thing for the soul. Yeah. When you do it, you know how powerful it is. And um, these shows, they bring this thing out of people of like, wow, it's an opportunity. Mm. I have a chance to go there and, and, and show people what I'm capable of. So looking back now, almost 20 years, how was Luke like navigating that thing? Like, let's say the application day, the day that you were like, cool, man. Okay, well, I'm going to do this. I, <laughs> I'm going to do this. <laughs> I think that was mainly back. I think I was in, <clears throat> honestly believe I was in before primary. I think it was primary. I started just, that's all I was wanted to do was music. 
um, my mum told me I ran around the house in a nappy and holding a tennis racket pretending I was a singer at that age. So I was like, I was, my whole life has been wanting to be a singer, an entertainer, but I didn't know really why, I just enjoyed doing it. And I realised why I enjoyed doing it later, which was because it made so many people happy at one time. I loved the feel of seeing people smile. I love the feel of being able to be the thing they're smiling at. It's 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 infectious. It's it's uh, a crave. I crave it. It's uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's just yeah. I suppose that's the way I can be selfish, and the only way you're allowed to be selfish is by giving to make yourself feel good. I believe that's the only way to be selfish. So that's my selfishness is by giving my music. <laughs> oh, Does that make sense? Oh yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah, that's <laughs> best way to explain it. Really, would you do it, Maddie? Would you Would you go and and give it a go? Like, of course she would. Look at her. She uses it. I and I auditioned for New Zealand Island. Wow! And I made it to the top. No, totally. No, I don't. No, uh, we were just having this corridor earlier. Uh, the only time I can actually stand to sting is sing, to sting to sing. It's okay, we're not live. Oh, we are. Sorry. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. The only time I can actually get up and sing is when I'm with my kapa kurupu. But if I'm, I can't karaoke. Why is that? What, is it because you feel like you got the support of everyone I think behind so. you? Yeah. Um. I. I. It's that vulnerability of being yeah. judged. You know. Yes. Right there. This is yes. me. Yes. But you know, if, if you get me after a jug of margaritas from Cook, there yeah. might be a different story. I might be the lead singer of the band. There you go. Maybe, maybe, maybe when you do that or try to do it by yourself, to envision them right behind you anyway. Because yeah. no matter where you go, you carry your whanau with you. Oh, absolutely. We've got to remember that. So even when you're performing by yourself, your family is standing right there behind you and they got your back. Even yeah. if they're not there, they're always there. See, that's that mental block, eh? Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, like, you got it. You got it, man. Like, <laughs> When I uh, open for you tomorrow, no. yes. <laughs> hey, hey, if you want to, hey, if you want to, I will no. always make room for you. There you like, go. Like, if you want to come up and sing a song, hey, let's do it. Ooh, I just put myself in there, didn't I? <laughs> yep, and I'm saying it on live too. So if you know, if you feel like you want, hey, I'm always moving. Drum roll. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. <laughs> This is gonna be so cool. This is gonna be, this is gonna be so cool. You got Sorry, to, I'm working. Yeah. I, I don't have time for um, you know, uh -huh, stage appearances. Where are we? Molly, if you're watching this right I know, now, say she's something. Gonna, she's been trying to get me on stage too. Oh really? Yeah, the last few open mic nights, she's like, "Come on, Maddie, come on, Maddie," and I'm like. I think there's something Not that's really going to come yet. up in a lot of conversations now. We've got to get her up there. Cool. We've got to get her up there, give her that confidence, to do it by herself because she's good enough. Let's start a campaign. Oh, I'm feeling all the loves. Because that's all. Like, if you listen, listen to some of the wires that I create, it's, it's about believing in one yeah, another. I believe. I, I do believe in you. I do believe you can do it. And sometimes all it takes is someone else to believe in oneself yeah. for them to oneself to believe in them. It's so, so interesting. Like, I do this and dish it out to everyone else, but I, I'm still lacking that within myself, you know? Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. We just gotta, we just gotta walk the walk and talk the talk. Yep. That's it. But know that you got so much love and support behind you. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, we, we, we got yeah. you, bro. Um, when it comes to because we, we were talking before about the beautiful team that you put together to record um, a few tracks yeah. lately, and uh, we were talking about how professional you know, like, and when you have those musicians prepared, and like that really brings your game up and all that stuff. So. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, I'm gonna save this to the show. You talk about your music with so much passion, you know, yeah. like regardless of the, the, the preparation and everything, like we can see and we can hear that it 
clearly comes from a very special place. And when things come from that very special place, usually they sound good. Yeah. But as we know, yeah. it's a dog eats dog world that <laughs> has competition, that there's a lot of people there mm. in the game doing beautiful things. And I believe that the market's there for everyone, but we know that it's actually not like that. Yeah. How it is for you when it comes to the preparation to keeping yourself fit, ready for that stage moment to give the best that you can. I, I suppose I suppose I was lucky that I've needed to do my music at a young age to get me out of the four walls or the places that I was in. It was my escape. It was my train ticket to get away from where I was. Um, so I found it easy to always catch that train no matter where I am now. So I'm able to just jump on when I need to because I've jumped on that train so many times. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. That's how I, I, I meditate or get into that mind state to do that. Um, I go back into those moments. You'll probably see me, if you ever see me live, I'll close my eyes, I centre. You might even see me say a few words to myself and then I'm, I'm into it. Um, it's like flicking a switch and it, and it happens. So, um, yeah. I mean, what was the question? Again? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just that. We're chatting. We're chatting. We're chatting. We're chatting. That special place, right? We were talking about it before. Yeah. Is it's it's it, it's somewhere, somewhere safe. It's somewhere that you feel 100 percent comfortable. Yeah. Like, do do you do you see yourself in a different? Uh, I love talking about the create the the creative creativity outlets and all that stuff. Um, how how we go about that? And yeah. my dear friend. Well, actually, I won't mention his name because it's so personal. But like, next time maybe when he comes to the show, he, when he's creating, he puts himself in a beautiful room. Yeah. And then he sees some people call the muse, some people call the inspiration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he dedicates something to that person. But then someone else sometimes comes in, and there's a different relationship to that person. Yeah. So the way to deliver that changes because he's Absolutely. giving to someone else. Like. Do you have something like that that you put your, you tell yourself a story to get into different moments with your absolutely, creativity? Absolutely, absolutely. If you're singing a song about love, you're going to put yourself back into a moment where that connects with that moment on the song. Um, it doesn't even have to be the song you wrote. You could be singing someone else's song, but you totally understand word for word what they're saying because mm. your emotions have been through that experience. Because music is emotion. That's why they call it the universal language because emotion is universal mm. and it's a body language. Also, that is the first language ever to be created in our existence is body language. Remember that? Okay, yeah. So, you know, with me, music is just another way to communicate where I couldn't communicate before because I was raised up to don't cry. You're a wimp if you cry. I'll give you something to cry about kind of thing. Yep. So a way for me to cry was through my music and people could feel me and my emotion and there's no lying. I think the point is that when you go to that place, there's no lying. There's none. It's just full emotion. You can look down my barrels and I'll tell you. And when you get that feeling, you're just like, wow, this guy is, it's real. This is real. It ain't fake. It ain't just doing it because he likes music like that. No, nah, it's, it's a part of me. It's, it's <laughs> music's always going to be a part of me. It, I don't think I'd be me without it. I don't know how to explain it any deeper. It saved my life. It's been there for me. So I'm always going to be there for it. Maddie, um, which makes me think of raising boys. <laughs> <laughs> Full on, because like, because that's the thing. Like I feel like this generation, uh, I won't say a bit more prepared, but like maybe a bit more aware mm. of 
how powerful words are. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So you are tapping into this space of like your, your boys are a little, but not the little anymore. So they make a hundred percent sense of, of your yeah. instructions and what you think. So how is that thing with like, don't do this, don't do that, or, or the crying or the emotion, emotional side of-, of Yeah, of, so I was similar kind of thing, you know, like yeah. I give you something to cry about. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's just hard. It was, you know? it, we were raised hard. But, but I think that was just our generation really. Yeah. You know, um, and our parents' generation, like we talked about that as well, filtering down. Yeah, I like to thank the generation before us because they went through a hell yeah, of a lot. Exactly. So thank you so much. <laughs> Killed her. Yeah. But <laughs> love you, mama and dad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, now I'm like I'm a mama of boys. Like I'm so aware of the words and the power of words and oh, things. Yeah. Like sometimes I catch myself just like busting my kids' balls. I'm yeah. just like, why are you being so hard? Like, why are you being so hard on them? You know, like, oh, mum, I'll do the dishes then. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah. then, you know, but I am very consciously aware all the time. Like, am I setting them up for failure? You know. Am I sounding like my father? Am I sounding yeah. like my mother? Am yeah, I well, you have those moments when you're just like, oh my God, I just sounded like my mum. Yes, yes. Like, I think children, are, they're so beautiful, Tamariki, you know, and they are so honest and they're like mm. a, a true representation of all your best points and some of the shittier ones <laughs> in mini form. <laughs> it's like a mirror, you know, so... You've but got to be a good role model. and It's real. It's real. It's, it's real. It's so real. And I learn like. so much about myself from my own tamariki every day, yeah. you know, trying to mould them and shape them into being great Do you feel a bit beings. of karma's come through? A bit of karma's come through since we've had... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It catches you, eh? It's a real thing. Karma's a real thing. Don't get it twisted. It is. And because I've got three boys, um, people always say to me, like, oh, you know, did you did you want to try for a girl? And I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with 15-year-old me. Like, Carl, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, thank you. Oh. But then also preparing my boys to be loving men. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, that's treating right. wahine respectful, respectful and just being great human beings, really. Yeah. They haven't died yet. They've never been hungry a day in their lives. That's one of my biggest accomplishments, you know. They don't know what it's like to be hungry. Oh, that's awesome. And so I'm proud of that as a mother and for my children. You should be. Thank you. How is the relationship with your parents, bro? Um, my parents, yeah, my mum's my dragon. I love my dragon. She is my kaitiaki. She's my guardian. She's the one that looks over me from afar. Um, and she's always there if I even need you. Um, me and dad are real spiritual. My, my father's a minister, um, uh, walks in the in the Holy Spirit. And and he, we talk about that side of things over on that side. And my mum's more the, the physical realm here today. So I get both sides of that uh, yin and yang kind of thing. Yeah, i got a good blend in the good mix. Balance. Yeah, yeah. Is the whole family uh, religious because of dad? Or how, how was um, that thing when you were young and, and still nowadays? So when I was young, you know, I was raised up and I know my dad wouldn't mind me talking about it because he does it in his testimonies all the time that my dad was in um, a gang, you know, he was a family member of the Mong mob. Um, he was selling drugs and that to get by. That was our normality. He went to jail when he came out a Christian. And we all thought it was just trying to get out on good behaviour. You know yeah. what I mean? Come out, you get a few months extra. Yeah, a few, yeah. But no, nah, he came out on fire for the Lord and it changed everything. His whole, everything changed. Um, but even since then till now, he's still evolved in the spiritual realm where he doesn't, ha forgive my words for some people if they take it offence, but Bible bash you. 
Yeah. Um, he knows when and where and how now. He doesn't just, you know, he's just, he just sits back and chill like a normal person. And if there's a gap for him to say something that might help, he'll say it. You know what I mean? So, How old were you when he was not part of the gang anymore, when he, he left? Um, so I think it would have been about six. Oh, <clears> quite young. Yeah, quite young, quite young, quite young. But always was around kind of thing, you know. Um, funnily enough, a lot of my past has been blacked out in my mind. A lot of my past, but I've held on to the parts that I've needed to. Mm. to evolve myself um you know i didn't block out any of the big bad parts because i needed those parts to learn from um know that when your inside feels sadness from a past experience it's only because you need to learn something from that mm. and to change your perception so every time if that ever comes up it's not so bad anymore because if my dad didn't train me hard like that i wouldn't be who i am today i am no longer angry about how my dad treated me and my dad gave me a hiding because he saw that as norm normality and that happened to him way worse than what I did. I'm not angry at him anymore. I just feel sorry for him because he had to go through it too. You know, it's the way we perceive or have our perception on the world, which will change your feeling and the way you take everything in, you know, more empathy, understanding, um, yes. patience, all of those things are key muscles we need to bench press. Uh, you know, it's heavy at first, but the more you do it, it gets lighter. So, you know. Do you remember the dynamics or the conversations, even as a teenager maybe, about this thing with gangs? Because it's something that it's quite, it's like people talk about in Aotearoa quite often, you know, like yeah. the problems with the gangs, blah, blah, blah. How was that talk at your at your place? Like was <laughs> dad still engaging and still maybe is with like yeah. gang members or it yeah. was something that he was kind of like, no, 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 we don't talk about this we anymore. Gotta, we, gotta be, we gotta be mindful that every time you guys or anybody out there saw things about gangs, it was only the bad stuff because that's all that was promoted out on the televisions or out on, on things. the media. You did not see the good things because they would never tell you. They'd never tell you those things, man. Yeah. My dad brought food on the table. He put a clothes on my back and a roof over my head. He provided for me as much as he could and as much as he knew he could or what he saw as normality. Um, and for that, I love him because he saw the way he thought was right and he did it even though it might not have been completely right, but that's the way he thought it was right at the time, which I understand. And I have empathy and understanding of that. Hence why my perception was easily changed because I could see it properly. That's all. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. In Brazil, bro, that happens. Uh, it's similar with the slums because the people who live in the, in the favelas, in the, in the, the places that don't have any support from the government, mm. the only part of the government that they have to deal with is the police, which is usually not the best, right? Yeah. So they create communities there and they support each other there. Yep. So you start to understand mm. much more how like it's all about the prejudice mm. and racism and hate, yeah, man. you know, because you will never go and chat with, chat to those people to understand what's going on. As mm. you said, you just have the idea of what the media Tells you to look at Tells you to. That's right. But then when you dig a little bit, you realize, whoa, they're <clears> bringing music. They're bringing culture. They're trying to bring their people together because no one else is. Mm. So what's the alternative? Eh? So that's cool what you're saying, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It is. It is. Sometimes you just got to, it goes to that thing, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover or what you think you've read. You actually got to go in and experience it, not by thought, but by feeling. Mm. It's the feeling that connects everything, right? You feel like you might need to sleep. You feel when you need to eat. You feel when you need to be happy. You feel when you might need to go and have a wash. You feel when you need to go to the toilet. 
Feel is everything. So if you can't connect with someone through feeling, you're not connecting properly. I believe the natural way to connect with everything is feeling, emotion. You, you'll know when the when the ocean's rough, that it's rough out there because you can see it. You can see the emotion it's giving you when it's calm and it's nice to go out for a swim. It tells you with body language and emotion. So I think if you if we can connect with anything, it would be on, on a feeling level or spiritual level or anything like that. However you want to label that connection, I think that's really important because then you get to understand it and see it from a different point of view. Open mind, open eyes, open heart, all of that. It matters. It really does. Maddie, we, we had you so many times now and I actually don't remember us engaging much on that spiritual talk. Is it something very present in your life, in your funnel? Spirituality? Spirituality. We, we can talk about religion and religion? spirituality. Yeah. Maybe we can go. Oh, so, yeah, I like yeah. That. Mm. yeah. My mama um, was raised Catholic. Yeah. So we were, yep, we were Catholic. Yeah. Um, as time has grown and I've got more in touch with my Tao Māori, you know, I've my perceptions have changed a little bit and mm. in, you know, understanding um, our country being colonised and the missionaries and everything, you know, like it's yeah, changed my perception yeah. a lot and a lot of the study I've done in the recent years and stuff and just seeing like the, the impact that's had on our people for 200 years now, you know. Um, yeah. I myself, and I... Don't yeah. say I believe in God or Jesus Christ yeah, as such, as Kate Pye, but I I know that I have faith and I have love and I have aroha and empathy, you know. So if you believe in Allah and you're, you know, a Jehovah, well, kapai, we, yeah. we're in agreement that there's a yeah. higher being and there's something. That's what I see. Yeah. You know? Like, I believe everyone's just trying to describe it in their own way. Yeah. Exactly. See, you know, Allah might be the same person we just name him different exactly. look that, that creator that person never had a name at the beginning we gave him those names mm. so i'm just going to say that being or that energy that we both love that same light that same that glow same. it's the same we're just explaining it differently that's all different that's language. communication is so hard out you know mm. so important and you know, when someone else says, oh, I really love those, it's different to someone saying, oh, I really love those. It's 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 the way they feel what they're saying is what it is. We take it differently sometimes. But I believe all of religions are holding the same flame and the same light. We're just trying to do the things we're not meant to do, frame it and label it. Mm. And Put the, it in a box. Yeah. And the more that I talk to people, I start to understand because I, I used to give shit to religion. Like, mm, because I, cool. I was the same. I grew up uh, uh, going to the Catholic Church, baptized and first communion and all that stuff with my parents. And then I started like, I started to dislike the whole idea. Yeah. It was not suiting me. And then I realized that there's want us or not, there's a business behind those things. And yeah. some people don't do good with, yeah. with what they're doing. So like I started to mm. see that as a teenager, rebel, punk rocker, I was like, fuck that. Yeah. But now that I'm getting older, I start to understand that the idea of being comfortable with the unknown yeah. takes a lot of courage. You gotta be, you know, like you gotta be prepared to actually sit and say, wow, we don't know. Yeah, We don't know what's going on. And for some people, sometimes it's a trauma or sometimes it's a different upbringing. If you give that idea to them, they might get lost. It might be, it might be hurtful, it might, it might be hard. So when someone comes with, an, with a story, with a concept, with like, mm. look, that's how we believe things Ah, mm -hmm. you don't have to, but that's that's how we do when things make sense for us. And then you see 
communities getting together through yeah. religion. So I become much more, uh, I respect accepting, much more. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the word you said. Accepting. Accepting. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's right. Absolutely. Some people have their marae, some people have the gym, other people have the church. Yeah, man. Kei yeah. Like. Yeah. But the music yeah. is always there. And music. Music is in everything, mm. man. It is. And every, every, everywhere you go, it's in everything. It's, it's, it's the universal language. Um, you know, I always go back to universal language is, is body language or music because music is a, like a body language. It's a way of speaking the speak without having to speak it in a way, but you are. <laughs> it's That's weird. Right. It's like balanced. Um, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, music's, I love music. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm, like, I just I'm, love music. You know? <clears throat> I, you know how do you use Spotify? Yeah. So, I think it's like at the end of the year, it gives you like, oh, you're a number one artist, and gives you like a little slideshow on. Yep. And I'd listen to like nineteen thousand like, hours or something of music because I've constantly oh, got to have music on. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm, I'm actually naughty. I've been telling myself off lately because I'm always going back into the same, the same thing. <laughs> I've got the old school songs, you know, like the Eagles and the Commitments and Commodores and Stevie Wonder and, Ooh. you know, Marvin Gaye and, Ooh. you know, like Al Green. I'm like, I still go back to them. Yeah. And my connection to them is so deep, but it's because my parents listened to them yeah. first yeah, and I just whimmed it, you know? I just like, oh, I like it. Or I see the feeling people are getting from a song and I'm like, I like that song. Yep. I want that feeling. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is, man. Like getting the goosebumps is talking yep, about there it. You like, <laughs> but that's But that's the thing, when you support um, new artists, yeah. we're actually supporting ourselves, right? That's right. Because we want people to listen to our music yeah. as well. So I think like that, I'm like, oh, I love the classics, but I gotta listen to the new stuff because I want to tour with, with these yes. cats yeah. doing this stuff now you know yes. so there's a there's a balance there but i'm with you man sometimes it's uh, hard you just got your bangers eh? you yeah, just got your favorite yeah, ones my song when you that song i mean like everyone has a happy song right you, you must have a happy song if you ever <laughs> just ever known this if you're out there and you have a a sad moment or a try and remember your happy song and to remember to play it in the time where you don't want to hear it that is the time you actually got to play it because usually you don't want to hear anything and uh, you might be upset. Play that happy song, see what happens. Pick you your happy song. Everyone's got to have one. You've got to have a happy song. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm deep in thought going, what's my happy song? Oh, exactly. you must have a hundred, Maddie. Uh, you listen like, to so many man. artists. You must have a few. Man, uh, <laughs> you know that do I diddy? Uh, do you want to roll? Ooh, let me know. Do I did it? That thing, baby. It's just that feeling. Oh, yeah, that's, did it. that's a vibe. That's the vibe, Ooh. you know. <laughs> that's the kind of. Uh, dunk, dunk, dunk. Bit of, bit of funk in there. And just drop it. Drop everything, man. See how you feel. Just have a, give it a go. What you can do is try it out. I'm loving this. <laughs> it's like such a vibe, eh? Like your mood is so strong, it's contagious. Um, like our viewers and listeners, like just being in Luke's presence is just like so uplifting, bro. Like it's incredible. By the way, before we forget, <clears throat> tomorrow night, Monkey House Theater, Luke yes. Funga is playing with uh, two amazing opening acts. Yes, yes. Paya and pa Chance. Paya and Chance. Yes. How cool, man! So we met in town when you were opening for the Herbs. Yes, that's yeah. right, that's right. And you just came in and we just started yakking away. Yeah, man. And, and I was doing this these kind of talks with you, and you're like, "Look, I need to get you into my podcast. Look, we'll get you in. We'll bring you down." And, and look, here I am now. Here so, we are, man. And I'm very honored and 
blessed to be here. Thank you so much for having me on here. No doubt it won't be my last. I'll be back. Oh, no, no, we've sure. already secured that uh, co-hosting. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. We, we yeah. line up the musos and get some uh, non-alcoholic beers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> man, um, so many cool things to talk about, but uh, we, we had a, a, a Corero before the show and um, some things really stood out for me. Tell me about Rarotonga. Oh. Oh, man, you know the place, Rarotonga. If any of you go there, it is like a step back in time from here in Aotearoa, I believe. You go there, you can go down. It's just everyone's warm, welcoming. Um, and it's just the, the atmosphere of uh, just yum. The atmosphere of yum. <laughs> Does that make sense? You like yum food? You like yum, yum drink? Mm. This atmosphere is yum. Uh, people are so welcoming. They're so warm, caring. Um, I believe if you walk down the street, I just said this before, yeah. and you were saying out loud, I'm hungry, oh, I'm so hungry. I bet you an old lady would come out of the house and tell you, come in, boy, come in, come in, because that's the kind of people they are there. It's so, and it's not expensive either. It's a dollar for a dollar. You can you spend the New Zealand dollar over the counter, and, and, and they're so just, it's not a really big place, but it's got a big, big heart. It's got a big, huge, warm, heavenly feeling around this area. Uh, especially in Moody Beach and Black Rock. Moody Beach, I love it. And if you can go over there and check it out, just go over, let go, get away from the world for a little bit. It's really important. Raro's place to go. I've been there five times. <coughs> you, you heard something special from 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 the locals there saying, yes. how was that? Uh, so when I went over there, they had these rocks in a circle in front of this big church. And on each rock, it had um, the wakas that have gone through. Rarotonga, and one of them was my waka, Takitimu. Um, and the, and I also, when I went to Tahiti, Takitimu waka went through Tahiti too. So I was like, somehow my music was taking me to where my ancestors had been. I, I know it seems weird or a coincidence, but I believe that's what I had to go through so I can carry on my journey. So it's very beautiful. You'll see it if you ever go there. It's in front of this big white church. And you go across just by the ocean shore and you can't miss it. It's just a circle of rocks. And on each of them is a plaque. And it'll tell you all our wakas that have gone through. And most of them, they're, they're all from New Zealand. So, you know, when I went to Raro, I just felt home. It was home. Even the locals were calling me, welcome home, bro. Welcome home. And I was like, it just it felt like home. You know what I mean? Even my song with Ukwai Po, home's not four walls and a ceiling. It's a feeling. Mm. It's half the reason why I got there. It's because I felt home there. And I remember being there in my life, my first time there. I felt like I was home, so yeah, yeah. Did man. your music take you there? Yes, my music did take me there. Yeah, I was with Tomorrow People at the time. Um, how was that time? How long did you play with them? That's uh, that's me. Yeah, Tomorrow People. I played with them for five years. I think it was five years, and then um, just ended up going on my own little spiritual journey. This when my spiritual journey happened after I left them. Had to figure out a lot of things on myself, you know. Instead of what I've been told or what I've read or what I've watched. I blocked everything out that I ever learned and I started again, started to learn for myself. <clears throat> we were talking about that earlier, about how freeing it is to start from the bottom again. Oh. And to... Yeah, appreciation, right? Appreciate. Mm. I miss when I had nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing, how much I would appreciate a glass of apple juice. Even a glass of apple juice. Down to the bare minimum of having proper toilet paper instead of uh, a phone book. <laughs> Oh yeah, those days, bro. <laughs> Minus like, two, trying to rip up the yellow pages and you know scrunch it. Got to have two pages, not one. It's not, not thick enough. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The appreciation. I've been trying to write a song recently about how I want 
to have that appreciation back, but to have that, you got to have nothing. You know, almost got to have nothing again. So yeah, don't lose your appreciation for anything. Try and keep your appreciation for everything because that's really the gift to yourself. Absolutely. Did you feel any? Uh, because obviously, New Zealand Idol will um, <laughs> take people to places in a way. Yeah. Like it will give you visibility. Did you mm. feel some pressure, kind of like, well, now, now oh. that I got this visibility, I, I, I have to keep up, so I'll, I'll take the opportunity to come because I have to be where I am. Like, how, how was that feeling? Because mm. how, how, yeah. how old were you? Like, I was twenty. <clears throat> I was twenty when I went through that, and, and what it is is you got into a place and they molded you to what they thought an idol would be, not what you actually, actually were. were. Yeah. So that was, that's what they think an idol should look like. You know, um, to me, that's not what an idol should look like, really. An idol should look like a person that's just humble, no ego, and just there to help and love, you know. Someone that would get off their own seat so you could have a seat if you're tired. Someone that would give a top off their own back because you're cold. Someone that would feed you because you're hungry. That's yeah. That's an idol. I would follow that anywhere. You, you give me one of those guys, friend for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Genuine people. Yeah, man. And, yeah. and, and, and. Touring with Tomorrow People, I guess it was oh, good, good times. Absolutely insane. Like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, back in the day, you know, rock and roll, and, you know, all the, the party stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that was me at a young age before I evolved, you know. I had the fun times and it, it was great. And it still is it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, the, the most best part I like is when someone comes up to me. I've had this a couple of times and they said, you know, my song two times actually, my song changed their life for the point they wouldn't be here today because if I didn't write it, you know, my song didn't do that well, but because of that one guy they come up and said to me, it was worth all of that effort, worth, worth everything, worth it all. It gave me a log that burns on my fire for a long time. It's still burning today yep. and it's going to burn for a few more years. You know, that's, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's incredible. That that's, is something to keep your fire burning within yeah, you. Yeah, man. You can't beat that. There's no better feeling than that. That's like, I couldn't thank him enough. I, You know, I was at a low there too, and I was like, oh, I've almost had enough of this. You know, why am I doing this again? And, you know, I was going through a low, because everyone does. You know, everyone does. And um, it just brought me right back up. So I trust the universe yep. to bring me what I need when I need it. Um, and I'll give whatever I can to help whatever I need to help. Chew. <laughs> yeah. Yow. I know. How cool. Like... <sighs> Do you listen to podcasts, bro? <clears throat> not really. Not really. I'm not, a, I'm not. But from now on, I am going to be a fan of this podcast. There you go. <laughs> not this one in particular, but like, do, you, do you listen to other podcasts uh, yeah, or do you tap yes. into them? Funnily enough, my partner actually brings me into these podcasts to listen to, and we've been listening to this guy talk about um, relationship building and how to build on it and how to move forward and not be so how, you know, the bad relationships would be, <laughs> arguing and everything, and how to step forward into that by saying what you think you could have done better and what you love about them instead of saying what you could have done better and what I love about myself kind of thing. That's kind that's, of... That's how natural that's how normal, fallback... Yeah, like yeah I know, that's the natural fallback. I know, but that's well, the wrong way to do well, it. Like, is that just because we were conditioned? Exactly. We, we were trained that way. We were programmed that way to look at it like that. Yeah. Through the television, through books. And that's such a selfish Hollywood. way of being, hey. As soon as you come in and go, look, I know I could have done this better and, and, and I love the way you do that. It breaks down the wall of your partner and going, 
yeah, no, nah, I could have done this bit. And then it's straight away, no, nah, we're firing like, ourselves, but the other person lifts you up. You're so, oh, it just works. These little tactics and, and techniques work. Um, it's, it's not our fault though. Remember, anyone out there that, that mm. hasn't done it or hasn't doesn't know how to do it, it's not your fault. If you do not know, you are innocent. We do not punish the innocent. So if you didn't know what you, because if you knew what you knew now, you wouldn't have done it back then, right? Yep. So that means that back then you were innocent because you didn't know what you knew now. Yep. So don't be upset about yourself in the past for doing something wrong when you didn't know what you know now. Mm-hmm. You were innocent then. Killed it. And that's cool because nowadays with so much information and cool content out there, you can do a lot of preventive work as well. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wait until like shit goes down. Like yeah. you can start to better yourself along the way, you know, yeah. like especially when it comes to relationships, right? You know, because yeah. I've been single for a long time now and I'm always like- You're joking. A guy oh, like you? Sorry, brother. Is a guy like that? <laughs> Ladies, are you, are you all right out here? <laughs> but, that, but that, there you go. <laughs> Info at altbase.nz. I check. <laughs> also single. I check um, the emails. <laughs> I check the <laughs> I read them. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Um, I liked what you said about like the rock and roll times and having fun. You know, like coming to yeah. New Zealand uh, taught me that when you are in a place that is not where you're from, you become exotic. And I had oh. my f- and I had fun. And I think I had too much fun and yeah. then I lost a bit of track there about what mm. actually really matters. Yeah. When you are Yeah. It's only because someone. the frequency so, out there is so strong to be that. You know what I mean? If everyone was around being what you think should you should be, then you'd be that easily. It would be mm. so much easier to do that. But because it's so like you got to have the best car out there. Because that's honestly what I'm seeing. I'm just being really honest. Like the best car and a better house and a better job. And it's got the most money. Those things don't matter. They don't matter, man. They don't love you back. Your car doesn't love you back. Your house doesn't love you back. The people that are around you that care about you love you back. That's where it needs to go. Even your cootie that's always waiting for you at home to come home and see her or him. That's love. My dog taught me so much on how to be a proper being instead of a human being, mm. just a being, because yeah. we're just being. We're sharing this space, right? Yeah. With them. Yeah, man. You know? So, so that's, that's, that's the thing for me with, with being single, you know, instead of being like, oh, I'm on a hunt, like, wh- when is it going to happen? Like, I'm flipping the situation and having good conversations with myself of like, well, what a great time to better myself, to pay attention to what I want and what I have to offer Mm -hmm. and how I'm going to make this work when the right time comes. Because if I keep seeking for something, it will come all messy and weird. But if I just allow myself to be in the right flow, flow. things will be, you know, they will will happen. So again, preventive work, you know, and another cool thing that I... that I came across maybe like two, three years ago, that really helped me. The difference between uh, being lonely and being in solitude. Mm. Solitude, comfortable with yourself, comfortable in the space that is just you, because that's probably the most challenging one. That's when you find a partner and you give all the shits to the partner because you're not being able to handle that by yourself, with yourself, mm. and then I need that motherfucker to throw my shit at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I never thought about it like that. I never thought so, about it like that. So eh? I started to tapping into that idea of like being comfortable first, finding that space first. Mm. Will this make me ready to to share more, to to mm. be better? And 
Yeah, it's 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 been fun. That's comfortable for Flo because yeah. um, I've been single for eighteen months now after like thirteen year relationship, and at first I didn't know how to be alone. It's mm. only been in the last few months that I've started enjoying my alone time because I share my children with their papa, so we have yeah. a week on and a week off. Because, um, you know, they're equally his, as they are mine, and Absolutely. I'm never going to take my babies away from their papa, you know? Mickey. Like, so important to have both your parents around. Yeah. But on those weeks when I didn't have my children, I was just lost. I didn't know no, what, what to, do. to do. Like, I had no one to feed. I, I wasn't needed, you know? So You love to be needed because you're so used to being needed all the time. Yeah. And then you've got a, a, a moment where you weren't kind of needed. All you needed to do was look at yourself. Yeah, and I didn't want to look at myself. Yeah. yeah at that time. I'm, I'm working through it. I'm getting better. I'm like in a much better space now than I was a year ago, you know. Um, and then getting comfortable, like when you're saying solitude versus mm. loneliness. I'm like, hey, that's that's a good perspective. Solitude versus loneliness. i got to meditate on that one a little bit. Solitude like, yeah. versus loneliness. Yeah. I don't think you can ever be lonely if you find oneself. Because it took me to be alone. For a long time, no power, no food, nobody came to check if I was okay. And I, that really depressed me because my worst fear was to be alone. Yep. That was my worst fear. But it took for me to be alone to find myself. Yeah. Mm. And then when I found myself, I unlocked so many other doors that unlocked my growth, the way of me evolving. Yep. You know, it just, you had to go through that because the world is so loud. You're looking out so much. It's yeah. constant looking out. You stop looking in. Yeah. At yourself. You know, and and that's where your solitude and your loneliness is no longer because you're never alone with yourself. You've always been there. You're the one who picks you up when you fall. You're the one who wipes the tears when you cry. You're the one who feeds you when you're hungry. You're the one who puts the blanket on you when you're cold. It's you. Mm. So don't forget to look in the mirror and appreciate oneself too and how much you do. Because if it was someone else, a physical second body doing everything you do for you, that other person, you would love that person. <laughs> Back to front. You would yep. drop down on a puddle mm. so they could walk over you in the puddle. So it's time to do that for oneself. Because once you unlock that, man, you, you, you'll see. The ones out there that know, they know. You unlock it, this this other uh, things happen. Things start happening. Yeah. You start seeing the world in a whole <clears throat> better way and just understand it a bit more. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's looking inwards that makes you learn a lot more than looking out. That's all, really. Oh, this is beautiful, guys. Thanks for sharing all this. It's amazing. That's cool. Thank That's, you. I'm not going to cry tonight. I'm going to cry. <laughs> but, but, but by saying that, you were telling me before how beautiful is the collective that you have supporting yeah. your career, your partner, and yes. you have beautiful people helping you because that's the thing. You start to understand that we're all together. That's it. And this walk, all right? Yes. It's how, always good to have extra teammates. <laughs> how, how, how is that? Um, how, how, how is it to uh, promote your work, being online and, and doing the, the music? Because we were talking about that. Yeah. As artists, sometimes it's a very hard space to be when you have yeah. to promote yourself and deal with the business and deal with the thing mm. and still be the creative. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that, bro. Well, for me, like with... with if I was getting real and on the real, mm. when I was with Tomorrow People, my passion for music started subsiding because I was looking at the money side of things. Instead, I was finding it hard to live off because I just want to do music. You know, I didn't really want to work in the week because when it comes to the weekend, I've already done a whole week of work and I couldn't give the people the 110% that I should have given them. And I felt like I was ripping people off. It didn't feel right. So I dedicated myself to just doing um, the music um, you know, getting to the business side of things, and that 
I'm still the same. I don't like the business side. Yeah. I, I still don't like it. I don't. I just want to perform. I just want to sing, and I just just want to be happy. You know, make people happy. That's yeah. it. That's all I want to do. That's, um, um, yeah. You was you were saying that like money. If there yeah. was one thing, and I totally am in agreement with you, like money has never floated my boat. I know it's a it's, it's like an evil necessity you need, yeah. uh, apparently according to society. But yes. that well, doesn't do it for me. Like, look, money is. If, if I could take one thing away from this world, it would be money. Can you imagine what everything would be like? We'll go back in the ways of the days where we would have to trade two cows or two sheep for a cow. Everyone would have to get along because your neighbour's a builder and you're an electrician. There'd be nobody trying to better anybody, just trying to get along with everybody. So by doing this, you're creating an atmosphere where people have to get along with each yep. other and not to compete. Yep. Money drives people to do silly things. It does. Mm. But just remember, money won't love you back. That's it. Money will not love you back. It will not hug you when you need a hug. It will not give you calming, calming words when you need them. It will not talk to you. It will drop out of your pocket and not call you back. <laughs> Money is not there for you. Okay? But I know it's how we we just opened our eyes. We're in this world and it's there. Because we, I didn't create it. That's the way they've created it and designed it to be. Mm. It's designed. Well designed. <laughs> well designed. So, you know, for me, my one hate would have to be money. I hate money. It just, And I, I don't like using that word too much because I don't like hate, but mm. I think it's the right place to use it. I mean, it's broken up so many families, wrecked so many friendships. Yep. Um, and it's all about egos and, and all of this. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. <sighs> um, I understand what you're saying. Um, but I know the power of the word hate and the feeling. Yeah. So what if, here we go. Um, I really don't like money. <laughs> I really don't like money. <laughs> but like, uh, while you're saying, like, I was trying to think, like, what, what mindset could work in a way that it becomes an understanding of society's evolving and that w whatever direction that is going because like i try to do that exercise quite often i'm like we we we're alive right now mm. and all the people were alive at different times when they had different problems and when i try to think like that it it alleviates the burden of the issues that we have now mm. because people at different times had different issues mm. so maybe the money thing it's not good for us right now, yeah. but like maybe it was, may, you know, like yeah. maybe it was even worse in some cases. And maybe it's just a way that we're trying to sort things out, out mm. just so you don't hate because you're such a lovely man. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you to carry no, yeah. hate in your the good thing, yeah. hey, hey, But the good thing about hating money is it won't hate you back either. <laughs> True. Sure. It's, it's not it's not asking it to give it back to me because it will give me nothing but what i need from it you know so yeah you know the hate thing yeah you're right i don't like using that word because it's not a good word yeah. do you, bro do you feel like um it's possible to 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 make big money good money as a aotearoa a new zealand artist do you have to tap into international markets how, how does that work um yeah i think it's it, uh, it takes a long time to get there especially in new zealand aotearoa because um, everyone knows that it's pretty hard here in the music industry but if you work at it long enough and hard enough and your passion is big enough I think you can get there 
you can get to a comfortable position. And back in the day, I looked at 150 bucks like, yeah, 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 I'm, yep, I'm good, I'm good, good. My rent's only 100 bucks, got 50 left, yeah. We on, we on. You know what I mean? So you're telling someone that's had hardly nothing to what I can get now, it's like, you know, kind of, yeah. But for a lot of people out there, if you're in it for the money, then you're in it for the wrong reason. Yeah. It's passion, eh? It is the passion, you know. And if you can get paid so that your home life is good, because I know that if home life's good, stage life's good. Yep. You can't be sad in your real life and then fake happiness on stage. I'm not down with that. you got to be happy out there to be happy up there. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you can also meditate and go to a certain time where you were happy and bring it back that way. That's another way of doing that too. But, yeah, you know what I mean? You got If you're happy in life, you're happy on stage. Um, easier to think more less worry you know so if you've got less worry in life then it's good make everything simple simplify everything why not yep why stress yourself out man it's, it's just self-sabotage I think oh yeah I'm, <laughs> good, I'm, I'm good at that <laughs> <laughs> but hey Maddie um, it's interesting how when well applied in the right places coming from the right sources can be life-changing especially like for example like mm. Tepunareo yeah like a project that come on it would do good with some funding, right? With That'd some be support. Great if funding, anyone funding. would like to uh, call us an outdoor playground. Yeah. Whoop whoop. You know, how, how needs something to play on. How um kind kind of changing a little bit, but like still on the same uh, in the same realm. Um, how like do governments or our government would support a project like yours? Like what? <laughs> Because, you know... I might have somebody that might be able to help you with that. Yeah, Luke might actually know someone. You know how they say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Absolutely, two degrees separation here. I know I know a couple of people that might be able to help out there. Maybe, we can always inquire and help, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's for the kids, man. Like, we don't have any bigger excuse to spend money than the kids. Yeah. Like, really, that's our future. That is what's here after we've gone, eh? So if it's about the kids, all hands in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's um, it, you know, it's tiring and it's hard, Mahi. We're all volunteers, you know, but the co-pop is bigger than us. Yeah. And they are our future. So creating this safe space in this environment, because, you know, we live in a bi bicultural society now. Yeah. Whether or not you want to admit it, but. Yeah. This, this is our truth and us being yeah, tangata whenua, you know, like we need our babies to be able to walk in both worlds yes. with their heads held high and be proud of who they are and comfortable in their own skin. So yeah. I think everyone should be like that, no matter what country and that they come from. Yeah. Be happy in your own skin, man, because everyone it. is beautiful. Yeah. We're all miracles in, in ways. What? How much life went by for us to get to where we are today? Oh, for you exactly. to be right here alive now. That's a miracle, man. Like we, we could be through so much too. Yeah, and, and, and you kind of take it for granted. Like we were even saying, you were saying earlier about just, you know, had a few stops on the way up here and get the holiday vibes. And it's like, yeah, sometimes we're all so busy that we forget that we live in paradise. Yeah. You know? Past the, past the roses, eh? Just yeah. keep driving past the roses. I, I do it deliberately now, even though petrol is astronomical and I'm about to sell one of my oh. children. Um, <laughs> jokes. Um, but really. But really. <clears throat> no. But I will deliberately go the longer way to town. So yeah. I can drive along the breach front yep. and just yeah, nice. appreciate the beauty. Mm. And that's one mm. thing I've always done with my kids as well is like make them appreciate it. Like, oh, Titiro, you know, like we yeah. live in paradise. How fortunate are we? Oh, I like, reckon all of our turtle is so fortunate. Hey, we're a lucky country. Yeah. 
We are sis. I grew up in Tobinanui and that's like freezing, you know. <laughs> and I I still know Fano down there they have never even been to the Moana. Oh. So I'm like, you know, like my, my tamariki, I'm like, we're blessed, brother. Like yeah. we're, we're on, like we've got so mm. much to be thankful for and like look where we live and you go to a beautiful cutter and mm. just everything, just tr- trying to teach them to appreciate what we have. And, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. And that's thing. another cool thing I love about my kids actually. Like they're um, hard out into op shops like their mum. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. They don't make them like they used to, that's what they say. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Was that black of the berry, sweet of the juice? Uh, I thought it was right? dark of the berry, the sweet of the juice, but okay. There we go, something like that anyway. Oh my, did I just quote Tupac? Or? It's juicy. <laughs> it's juicy. Like, mm, juicy ass. Oh, great. Yeah. Bro, what's up, uh, what's up with Wellington? Wellington vibes. You grew up there. You were born there, right? <laughs> yeah, I was born and bred in Hutt Valley, Wellington. Yeah, Wellington is like, um, the people aren't, aren't so bad there. They're all good. They're all good. There's areas there where, you know, different to the other areas, obviously, just like anywhere. You know, there's the hood and then there's the prime. <laughs> like, you know, and I was kind of like from the hood. <laughs> like, you know, and that, that's all good. That's all good. Yeah, no, Wellington's all good. Uh, but windy here and there. Apart from that, it's okay. There's lots to do. Lots to do down there to, to check out, especially in town and the shopping. And Good place to be an artist? Um, it's like everywhere's hard to be an artist here in Aotearoa. Everywhere's hard. Yep. There's nowhere where it's easy. Auckland maybe, but even there it has its ups and downs just like everywhere else. It's, it's a money just, machine. Oh, it's just everyone's so fast in, in yeah, Auckland. Yeah, that's what I mean. Auckland's just yeah, con- just going, going, going. And people are so wrapped into what they got to do, they never see anyone else. Mm. That must be sad. It, it, it kind of is. When I did the New Zealand model thing, we stayed there for a few months and it was a bit different from Wellington to Auckland. Um, the Auckland people were just so driven to do their work uh, and, and go do that. Whereas people in Wellington were, yeah, it's Thursday, pop a beer, you know. Pop a beer, Thursday, turn my bro, turn my bro. Thursdays. Over the fence, hey, Jackassie, Jackassie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, that's how we were, you know. Yeah. I've met some cool cats from Wellington, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely some cool ones down there. But they, I mean, like, mm. there's, there's a cool cat in every town. You that's just nice. got to know them. That's it. It's not what you know, so you know. I met you guys. I got cool cats here now. So. Yeah, I think we're all fighting for um, top dog. Oh, <laughs> we all know it's me. <laughs> you know, you heard it here first. Someone's got to be. <laughs> Luke, do you want to um, give us a pleasure? Oh, the place oh, to listen to a, a tune. Ooh, this yeah. chat is too good, but I know that it can get much better with some. With some tunes, oh. with some good vibes from. Oh, look at that guitar, Maddie. God, beautiful. <laughs> so I'll give this. One, I'll give this one a go. This is. A, <laughs> so I did a song, and it's really out there at the moment, and it's called Ukai Po mm-hmm. um, Home. I wrote it in English. Um, the Auckland Warriors have been using it this year for their campaign, which is very a huge blessing to the Warriors, and they're doing well. The Wars yeah. up the Wars. Yeah, but I'm so stoked about that. I'm so stoked about that. But um. I thought I'd do the original version from when I, before it even got out. So I'll oh, do beautiful. It. So let's just give you a little listen to that. <laughs> I 
is where my heart lies. I said, home is where I want to be. Cause that's where your family They're waiting Waiting patiently I said home Is where we want to be Bukai Should we finish it and carry on with the music? Man, wow! You know That's when I wrote that song, it was, it was it was I left I left the band tomorrow, people, and I missed my original ukai port I was talking about. It wasn't the fennel I was on; it was a stage. That's my home. That's the one place I'm allowed to shine as bright as I can and as bright as I want and not get judged for it. Just safe space. Yeah, because sometimes if I'm out there and I'm shining a bit bright, someone might take it wrong. So, you know, um, that's the place where I can be completely myself and it's okay. That's why I always say home's not four walls and a ceiling. It's the feeling you get at a certain time or place. So I want all our kids to feel like everywhere they go should be Ukaipo, their home, their place they can want to be, you know, so, yeah. Woo. Incredible. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. For the children, eh? Do it for the children. Oh, <gasps> man, that's our future, eh, man? That's wow. our future. Um, my, my boy Mason, he's, 
he needs to get on the bloody stage, eh? He's just <laughs> always singing. He's a showman, and I just want to encourage that so much. So want to take them down to the Monkey House for our open mic night, but I want to make sure Wally um, Matters there and you guys yeah. and stuff, because if they uh, not only seen the talent and what like people being brave enough to get up there yeah. and expose their whole being, yeah. but people that they know as well, like, I just want to... What's your boy's name? Mason. Mason. I believe in you, Mason. Ooh. I believe in you, my bro. It's there for you. There's enough room for all of us. There's enough room for all of us. Go make people happy, bro. Do something good. That's yeah. awesome. Do it, my man. Do it. Shine your light, baby. Yeah. Like honeybee. Like that morning star, my man. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of stars, <laughs> we were just admiring the star outside. And so... Um, mm. I, right? Yes. Right. Has anybody seen that new bright star in the sky? Everyone's like, no, oh, there's the North Star, but it's not. It's on the Yeah, we were like, north north that way. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on the west side. I had a talk with my partner. She thinks it's another planet. Someone told her it was another planet. Um, I don't know. Maybe if we can get some callers in or oh, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can open the chat for some callers out there and what they think of this new bright star that's in the sky. It's the first star you'll see before any other star comes, and it's the last star you'll see before the other in stars the, come. In, yeah, in the... In the morning. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like, I, I went, the quarter door we were having was like, I thought there was a northern star, but north's that way. It was so, so bright. It had a reflection off the lake where I met, like the moon. Wow. So you got the moon reflection, and, and then the I had the star, star reflection. That's, that's how bright it was, dude. Like, wow. it's, I don't know if it's normal or what's going on, but I think we need to start being aware of things like this. Start looking up sometimes, dude, <laughs> as well as in up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not following it as I should, but like there's there's some talks eh, in the US, people opening up about UFOs and like more context. Now it's becoming more and more prevalent. It's just out there, right? It's now it's a thing. I don't know if you I have been. Corridor my, corridor my, corridor my. Let's go down this rabbit hole. I love these rabbit holes, cousins. What you got? What you got? Well, what I what I feel the way that I feel, and I read this recently, like we should be more scared of being the only ones in this crazy huge universe than actually oh, yeah. encountering all the ways of of life or whatever that is, you know. And then I started to reflect. It's true. Imagine how crazy it would be if that's us. If that's and it. that's it. If we're Come out. on, look at no. the size of this thing. You know, to be, to think that I think you'd have to be universally arrogant. Would that be the right way I to like say it? I like that terminology. Universally arrogant to think we are the only living things like this in this whole galaxies yeah, and everything. There's no, there's got to be. I mean, and who's to say that they're not already here? That's right. And they're around. I mean, like, you know. I've, I've, I've fallen into a few of these holes when my doom scrolling late at night. I'm quite good at that. Um, bring it, Antarctica? Bring it. Oh, oh, talk to me, talk to me. What's going hey, on in okay, Antarctica, okay? Okay, in, in Antarctica, okay, right? Okay, listen up. In Antarctica, I was watching this thing too. Like, Hitler. <laughs> yes. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, Hitler can go down there, and then the American president can go down there, and they're friends. You know what I mean? And then they go to their own countries, and then the war's on. How come. This is the only place we can't go to an airport and go, I'd like a ticket to go there. Yeah. Why? What are they hiding? What's there, bro? What is going oh, on? They reckon, eh, hey, under oh, the really? ice, it's starting to melt and stuff. Uh, and The wall? The, the ice wall? I've never heard of the ice wall since the last couple of years. I've only heard about this ice wall. What's, what's beyond the ice wall? I don't know. It sounds like Game of Thrones to me. Like, I, I honestly started thinking, is the North Pole just the South Pole connected? Yeah, is it just the elevator? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, is, what's going on around here? Is, is flat Earth? I mean, come on. 
Let's, let's, let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. Don't be shy. Yeah. Flat Earth. What is your take on that? Flat Earth. My. Yeah, because. Common what? sense. Yeah, Common sense. What do you think of the Flat Earth? If we were round, wouldn't it be on a ball? You know, and you're saying that something's pulling us down and they call it gravity. But honestly, if we're on a ball, we should be rolling around. We're supposed to be moving like so fast in this. How come we're not feeling that movement and stuff? I'm just putting common sense to yes, it. Okay. Not what we've been taught at school, but what we've been taught common sense. Hey, I'm looking out and I'm watching a boat go and I never see the boat disappear. It disappears like that into a dot. You don't see it. Go. You don't see the mask of the slowly disappear like that as it goes around the curvature of the earth. Man. Uh, just all these things, guys, you've got to keep in... Are you part of the group? I am. Flat <laughs> Earths in New Zealand? Because I've been meaning to bring them we, we here. No, no, I, have, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. If you're Hello. a flat earther, please contact us at Okay. Yes. <laughs> Info at old residents at Taylor Checks. They make... <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like science has been dealing with this for too long. Do you, suddenly things flip and, and we're... I know. Flat. I but don't then know, are we man. just conditioned again? Are we being just conditioned again? You know what NASA stands for, right? In another in another language, I got told that NASA is another word in another language that means um, deception or something. Deception. Yeah, like that's what in another language. I've, I've, I've got to make sure I look up that properly, but don't don't quote me on that. It's just yeah. Okay, no, but let's this go back banter. to yeah. let's oh, go back to Antarctica banter, yeah. because that was an interesting one. So you cannot just get a ticket and no, go to you can't go to Antarctica. You can't go to any airport and ask for a ticket down there. There's no way you can get there. You, you need like clearance and special program, and even still, they only put you in, into a certain area. Mm-hmm. You know. And there's all the flags down there, eh? Yeah. So it's the one world, um, that, this weird, the one place in the whole world where you can go and it's one world governed. Yeah. Also, they have all the flags in a circle. Interesting. Maybe there are aliens. There's, well, 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 hey, if there's any there. place to hide, don't you think it would be a great place to hide? Wasn't it on, um... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like uh, this conversation. It's a great place to hide. You know, I what like is it. under that ice? You know, a lot of things that are, is under that ice that have been stored there, um, like the natural min minerals in that from millions of years ago, are, are well stored there. Okay, in the ice, under thicks and thicks and layers of ice, we have the first nutrient water that was ever on the earth. It was so, had everything you needed. The right. You know how we buy those. Machines now, and we put our water through it to make it like Kenyan. Yeah, uh, Keegan water, Kenyan water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those things. You don't need it down there. It's already it's had already it. It's already done it. The natural water, the way it used to be, is so like it's just been like stored, man. It's like stored there for I don't know what, like for everything to clean over and then don't start they again. Have a seed bank down there as well. Oh, there's so much down. You know, there's an underwater lake under a water. Yes, a lake under a water. What? <laughs> How do you and you got to bust through the top of it to oh, look this is going too deep we're going to be here all bloody right. night if we talk about that's good <laughs> i like this i like this shit. <laughs> yes. there's so much that's been stored in the ice like you know how we get people going through the dirt and they get different layers of dirt and they can tell you when something catastrophic's happened or and they read the dirt they read it so with the ice yeah. you can yep. actually see everything that was going on they pull out big rods of ice long long ones and they go right down into the core of everything they pull them out and they can see when bad things have happened like there's been i don't know 
comets hit the earth or um, there's a nice age, you know, we had a nice age and we had the floods and things like that. And so it's even in the biblical stuff, you know. So things have happened. Oh, yeah. Things have happened. The only yeah. thing that hasn't happened is the knowledge of it because we don't know. We, we just speculate. Yeah. But I do believe some of our species do know and oh, haven't yeah. let us know yet. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, because you, you, you got to keep the system the way that things are protected especially when you hold power right so for a lot of people with power and wealth yeah. the one percenters the one percent the one percent of the one percent they they don't want us to know much however when i see this thing like popping up like oh now we're talking about the ufos it feels like it's a distraction as well yeah. well if we let a little bit if we well, feed them a little bit yeah, the and drip fade, drip fade. Do, do you think they're all just worried about how we could take it because we're not ready for that knowledge or do you reckon they don't want us to have that knowledge so they have power because knowledge is power right yeah and the technology that they're coming out with may have been brought from somewhere else yeah there's there's some good talks about yeah. that say about people that are they always shut down like they 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 get out of the media they cannot talk about the things that they've seen or of what they they've yeah. done yeah joe rogan takes those, those because the main guys own the radio yeah they own the yep. tv they tell what they tell us what to put across tell us yep. what, except for when it comes to podcasts like this baby you gotta yeah. come and check it out check it out the realness the <laughs> oh, realness <babe. laughs> yeah i don't i don't know man i don't know i don't know if it's mm. uh, you got me on that one i'm not too sure if it's if it's just a power trip or mm. if it's a sense of will mm. the population know what to do with that information yep. as well so how do you think they introduce that knowledge to us transformers through movies mm. i was about to say that mm. through movies that gave us their knowledge and then easily slip us into sci-fi and all mm -hmm. this stuff mm -hmm. because usually multiple those things happen right star People, trek yeah. man oh my gosh like it's happened like I way back like way back <clears throat> it's mm. so much it gets really deep really deep to the point where they're believing we're aliens and now we're helping the the heads of the world run it yep and they're telling them where and when but they're also here to tell us it's not too late for us to fix this to fix it earth to fix our world because this world is important dude it's not just our countries that are important it's the whole world Keep remember your land is connected to this one this land's connected to that one it's just underwater so you know we got to look after mother earth yeah she I'm is a mother she is a mother man because she gives birth to all of this life that's mother man we got to we got to look out for her she's so important I mean, like, and we're bleeding her dry. Yeah, we are. You look at the state Some of, of the it's world. Innocently. Like, we've had. Well, yeah. I don't know about uh, Rotorua, but we've had like constant rain. The weather patterns, yeah, everything yeah. is then, crazy. But then my question for you guys is: Is it? Are we actually ruining it? Are we? Are we killing it, or we're killing ourselves as human species? Are we in the process of us being removed from from the page? Correct. Or? Yeah, I think so. Because she has enough power to clean herself because i think she's done so already a couple of times maybe it's almost like the way we're living in that has been planned so well it's happened before <sighs> mic drop and that's why <laughs> yeah and and, and 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 that's and that's how i like to to see life you know like we should be doing this for us because yeah. it's just such a common thing to say save the planet yeah bro there's videos on youtube of like people saying if we disappear it wouldn't take long for the planet to, to regenerate yeah. and, and just you know be well, you saw what happened during lockdown you know like yeah worldwide suddenly there's bloody you could see was it mount everest from india yeah because the air up pollution the 
even in Auckland, the air pollution went down yeah. like heaps. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. It's Dolphins real. swimming in like rivers in places that would never been seen so, years. So maybe the question we need to ask is, do we want to be the cancer cells of the world mm. or do we want to be the white cells? Mm. To heal things. I see help. humans like that, bro. That's yeah. that's my own trip. It's that's, like cells, you yeah. know, like I want you have that. the sick cells and, and you have the the, the the healthy ones that get yes. together and they, they multiply or if you get the sick ones they also multiply and then yeah self destruction. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping we catch it. I'm hoping we catch it. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be that one, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm not saying that I know any, anything or everything. I'm just trying to know because I want to know that yeah. and how to do that and help and I think a good part of it too is our vibration our feeling mm. vibration the frequency the feeling you get if we have a lot of positive people they wouldn't mind picking up a rubbish if they walk past it they'll pick it up <laughs> put it in the rubbish and carry on you know what I mean um, be more mindset about you know when you're driving down the road don't throw your rubbish out the window leave it in your car wait till you get home put it in the rubbish bin and then even then have your recycles reuse the plastics Hey, we don't need to make any more plastics. We've got enough plastics. Yeah. Just reuse them. Um, you know, use the plastics to build the houses or something. Because it's good well, the with virus. the rain. You know, something just there are ways. There are ways. I was I was even talking to my darling and I said, why don't we create, you know, like a, a, a you know, I've seen them a few times online when they clean the oceans and they're yeah. going through these big things and they're cleaning up just so much. I'm like, 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 love, 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 like, like. And it's like, this is so cool. Why don't we have so much more of this? Because what it's doing is the stuff that they bring in they can use for recycling that's making money but also creating jobs for people to exactly. go out and do that so you you you, you you're getting it right Full cycle. yeah right cycle you know what i mean um just all these things we can instead of giving someone a job to create a new road when we just give a job to people that does the, the rubbish or um you know there's so much more we can do out there just like mine's going you know we can do that they're talking about how our wood here in New Zealand has been taken overseas to be treated to come back to us. Mm. Yeah. What? I mean, why doesn't why doesn't the government fund a wood plant or plant thingy, you know, to, to do it ourselves so we can have that money Those chemicals back are into our illegal government. In our country yeah. in that form. Uh, well, it was some machine. I got told yeah. it was a machine that we don't have. Oh, what, that we can't afford? I, I don't know. Something about a machine that we don't have and we know it takes a little bit to run it and something like this. So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, well, what about our milk and stuff? Why don't the government fund a farm to give farmers a job, to give us our own milk and cows to come back and we'll buy our own milk and that money goes straight back to the government. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's been circulated right back to us. So, because we, no doubt, the government needs the money after all of that lockdown. And everything like that. But then there's also the so relationships the with other countries, right? There's and another free, thing as well. Right? So yeah. You've got to keep the good relationship it's with all the countries. Well, they, they the got people. what they need. I'm talking about brand new start. We'll keep that going for them. That's fine. We'll keep that connection. But it doesn't mean we can't start our own too. 100%. Yeah. That's, that's it. I'm like, I mean, like, I'm not saying I'm do, but I'm like not, you know? And, yeah, and, and how can I come up with this idea? And those ones that have studied for so many years with poly... And, and universities, they haven't. That's, I don't understand it. That's what I struggle with and a lot of our co-papa is at the Pruno. Like, we, as a people, like, so many people don't know how to grow kai anymore. 
wasn't there a law about to come out we weren't allowed to grow in our own backyard? Oh, wasn't no. there a bit, a bit back? No, it was. It was something coming. No, they got the whiplash on that. Oh, and no someone way. someone told <clears throat> us in, in this show that there was this guy in the US that he started using his lawn because he got bored of, of doing his lawns every time. Mm. So he started growing foods and they were like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, because people have like verge gardens. So, you know, that little piece of grass <laughs> on the front of your property that the council mows. Yeah, I've seen heaps of that get shut down. Oh, man. You're not allowed to grow kai in it. Why? Because all of the chemicals they put in in the kai that get factory. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, um, see all our kai's that uh, kai's, all our kai <laughs> that doesn't reproduce more. You know, seedless yeah. seedless fruit. You know, things have been genetically modified and whatnot. That's above my pay grade. And what is it all about again? All about what is it all about again? Control. Control and money is the main money. control of it. Yeah. Money, man. That's Told sad. you. If you could take it away, you'd just so much you know but i know that's big there's a big pre so yeah <laughs> we're going to start a show with luke we're going to we're going to, we're yep. going to have to do it monthly man oh yeah, man, cool. yeah just give me in luke I, I, questions like, all yes i, I do Question man i really do and i feel open enough to be and comfortable enough of you well, that's, that's good that's good that's something that i do it's cool i yeah. tell the kids i'm like look i don't know what you're going to take from this drum lesson but if i can give you something more it's like question ask yeah. me yeah don't take everything that easy you know like make sure that you you you're questioning because if if it is what it is mm. there will be a good explanation there yeah. will be a good reason for I this to be what it I is i was yeah. working with tamadaki as well was because they aren't afraid to innocent ask. innocent yeah. Yeah, they, they well if they don't know they're gonna ask because yeah. they don't have their ego like, and, oh am i gonna be perceived p- as a yeah i know i know i know what like we mean. do you know but if you ask someone a question and they can't simplify it for you kids, it means they don't know it well enough to simplify it. So find someone else that will simplify it for you. Wow. Drop I, um, the mic. Don't drop the mic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no these beautiful mics too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, should we have one more, man? Is it too much to yeah, ask? Yeah, yeah, okay, no. yeah. No, no, sweet. What, 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 what are you going to play? Do you, you want to play something? Me, bro, you tell me. Do you want to play something you no one's in, heard? You in charge. Oh, Taylor, okay. was it better when he put the microphone a little bit down? Or it's good? Oh, yeah, a bit more here, Yeah, okay, cool. So I wrote a song. I don't think I don't know if I ever released it or anything, but I'll try it. Sorry, I haven't practiced it or anything for a long time. But I thought how cool it would be if I was rain. Free free from fear. Always giving. Always there. I was like, it'd be so cool to be rain. Because everyone's like looking at rain because they're flooding everything and everything everywhere. And, you know, I'm like, but rain is also what we need to survive. And rain's a beautiful thing. It's fearless. It's it's there, you know. So I thought I'd write a song about rain. So it goes a little something else. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I wanna be like rain. Free from fear falling. I wanna be like rain. So when I rain, I'm pouring. Tapping on your windows, I'll be knocking at your door. Mm. Helping you leave footprints across your wooden floors. Falling deep into the rivers, carried out to the sea. 
Flowing deep into the ocean Freedom to simply be I wanna be like rain Rain I wanna be like rain, rain, no Rain Selfless is the rain It's always giving Never asking for a thing It gives all the same It's not falling for fame Not falling to gain But there for you I wanna be like rain Rain I wanna be like Rain, rain, no Rain I wanna be like rain Free from fear Falling Wow I think you've just become like one of your biggest fans (laughs) What a beautiful tune Thank you, thank you I don't know if I'll ever release that or anything That's beautiful I might might just do it Man, what? Yeah, so Yeah It's hard to be a songwriter and everything like that When you're trying to fit a thousand words into a paragraph yeah you there's do so it much so you well. want to say and you just don't have enough time to say it so you've got to think of other ways to say it that's all when you're when you're um writing songs where do you get your inspiration do you like set aside a specific time to write your songs or you they just come to you they they sort of come out of thin air because i don't really write down my lyrics because i'm i'm a little bit dyslexic so yeah. I, I i usually get it out of thin air just, yep. it, it comes and then it comes to me and then I do it a few times and then a week later I might do it again and the same words come out so they stick nice they stick and then I'm like and then I might think a little bit deep into it and then I'm like oh yeah this sounds cool and then put it in try it and it gives it a go and it's yeah it's, it's, a song is like a plant you keep watering it until you grow it to where you want it to be you might have heard this plant right now but we'll hear it again in a year and see what it sounds like then oh, beautiful just Beautiful, Kapu. Bro, we're look we're so looking forward to tomorrow now. Uh, for that live, I was already. I might now, be we'll be sick. there, man. Oh yeah, I'll be doing like you know, I, I do all kinds of any music, you know, um, covers and everything like that too. So it's gonna be all around the board tomorrow night. Just a good night out. Yeah, man, it's gonna be all different types. So I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to. Um, See Tapaya and, and Chance and that up there too. Also, the local X. Can't wait to see you guys there. Hey, make sure you come down to support your local X. Yeah. Yep. Shout out. Absolutely. Brother, thank you so much for doing this. Coming to this mission to Fitianga, joining mm. us. Yeah, man. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. And I can't wait to come back and do it again. We'll bring you back yes, for sure. Definitely coming back. <laughs> so, Happy vibes. Brother. We'll continue our rabbit hole corridors. Hey. We'll get there. Love and light, family. Love and light. Maddie, always a pleasure. Always yeah. a pleasure, never a chore, Leo. And thanks to Mahi Nui, Kia Katoa Katoa. Luke, yep, officially a big fan now. Oh, I love this. So, <laughs> Kilda for yeah. being here and sharing space, and I feel honoured to have 
heard that it was beautiful water. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Buzzing. (laughs) I always say to people, you know, what good is music without you there to listen to it? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> Look, explain tomorrow, Monkey Theatre. Make sure to check it out. It's going to be fun. We'll be there so we can have a boogie. Autobase is taking a break next week so we can move into our beautiful new studio. And man, we're coming back strong, man. You, oh, I won't even say it. I'll just oh, say yeah. it. Watch this space. Kakite, peace. Come on, yeah.